Welcome to the Or Personalities Podcast. Listen in as empath and author Stacy Sadler dives into the different or personalities of her guests. Learn how we each uniquely operate in relationships, careers, learning styles, parenting, and spirituality based on the layers of light that surround us. Thank you for your loving, honoring presence today. So something to think about with me is my background. I, I went to um, BYU. I finished a degree at Brigham Young University at 30. So I went back and did actually two years of school in a year um, and just plowed through a major when I was 30. And I did it in marriage, family, and human development. And I considered, I seriously considered going into counseling and realized I did not want to be in that role with people um, because, well, for a number of reasons. But interestingly, before I knew anything about auras, I chose not to go that direction because I, spirituality was such a big thing for me. And I couldn't figure out how I would bridge that in therapy. So I would sit in class and I would hear the discussion about, um, sorry, I'm taking my boots off. I just got back from physical therapy. Um, I realized that I wasn't, I just, I don't conceive of anything outside of the spiritual realm. Like it is just such an integral part of me. And I don't mean just religion and just in general. And so traditional psychology, I couldn't, um, I, could, I couldn't go that direction at that stage because um, to become a therapist because I couldn't figure out how I would allow um, spirituality to be central to it. And I actually ended up looking into another school that's in, um, shoot, I can't, in Palo Alto in California um, where they have like a spiritual psychology program. And I looked into that too, but that wasn't the direction I was going to take. Anyway, so... That's my little bit of background. And then I, I did go to the Institute of Healing Arts and learned emotional release work. Um, it's a technique that I, I went to school for a year there. And then I have some other, um, I guess, my own my own learning journey with with things. But I, I never I so so me making saying anything about autism is kind of, you know, you just take it with a grain of salt. Like I I. I do see patterns with auras and I guess that's probably the only thing I can say that I have expertise in because I've been watching it and doing this work for the last, it's been nine years because I started when I was pregnant with Matthias and he's almost nine. So um, anyway, so thinking about autism, the, the thing with, so I can't say anything about autism. I like that they now call it the autism spectrum and that they don't, you know, they don't um, separate out different conditions. It's just a spectrum. Um, I think that once again, you're, you're measuring skills and abilities in compared to other children and in, then they're being measured within the school system or um, different levels of capability based on age. So, so all of that's coming from academia where there's a lot of mental people and they're cre- and they create systems and they create um structure and measuring devices which is great and fine and the majority of people will fall in in their spectrum and the people that don't fall in it actually set their I can't remember what they're called right now they set their 
extremes, basically. <laughs> I can't think of what to call that. So, so rather than speak on autism, let me just say what I see is that these kids in the spiritual family um, often are having a lot of similar problems that I'm seeing with kids that so that so a lot of the things on the chart for autism I'll also I would also say yeah that's pretty true for people in the spiritual family and it's interesting because I think of these um spiritual kids and the, the new crystals is very very intelligent um but they're very they're not they're naturally non-traditional and all of this gap started showing up with indigos and if you've read that book called I'm looking at my bookcase right now called Indigo Children um it was published well, in the 90s, I believe. And and it's that's really groundbreaking work because of who did that research. You know, it was it was nurses and medical people and educators and psychologists that were noticing a trend with children um, that are basically in my age group. So. And then it's continued. So I think that a lot of times these kids will get chunked all together as indigo children when when it really is just that they are. um they're operating from energy first. So if you're operating from energy first, the information you're taking in is going to be different. Um, your priorities are going to be different. The way you're perceiving the world is going to be different. The way you learn is going to be different. And up until these new crystals in particular, but indigos first, so indigos had to kind of break this down first for society. So up until indigos, but really up until these new crystals who are now, some are reaching into their 30s, but are a lot in their 20s and a lot in teens and young kids. Um, these guys are, wow, I'm just launching into this. These guys are different to parent. Um, there's no frame of reference because the only, if you think about, I always think about this, like when you look at the book and you look at the, how many spiritual colors there are, there's so many more than there are um, any other in any other family. But that's only, that's only since the 80s. And we didn't know about, you know, most people didn't know anything about any of this stuff anyway. So it's irrelevant. It's like, so now it's like, so Barbara Bauer's book, right, that I read, What Colors Your Aura, there was indigo and there was crystal. So consider like the generation, so 40 and older, okay? So suddenly there's an influx of indigo, but there aren't that many crystals because crystals historically haven't lived very long. So a lot of crystals died as babies. Um, they're, they're, phys they're physical. So when infant, infant mortality rate has decreased significantly in the last 50 years, last, yeah, the last 50 years. And so there are more crystals now, but I don't know that there's any more Well, now they're getting interspersed with all these other spiritual family. Anyway, so there's a lot of spiritual colors now. And basically, we don't have a curriculum set up and there's no history of how to operate or teach or integrate them. And so they're having to figure that out that themselves. Um, I think that's why I serve an interesting role because I am a crystal and an indigo. So I, my first two layers are both spiritual, which was a very isolating for me growing up because even if I did have a peer who had one of their top two layers being either indigo or crystal because that's all they would have been able to have 
um, that would have been highly unusual. And, and what I really ever came across is I would come across someone who had indigo um, in either first or in their layers. So I was coming across indigo here and there, but I wasn't coming across crystal hardly ever. And then I obviously wasn't coming across any other new, new crystals. So, so we have a whole group of kids who have parents who have never seen their energy before and their parents never saw that energy before and the school systems have never seen it before. And so it's, it's not that, um, for me, it's never, well, I'm not a mental color. So for me, it's never about, are they excelling in their testing and, um, are they going to get through things in the normal way? For me, it's, who are these people and what are their gifts that need to come forward and how can we help bring those forward? Um, I'm unafraid of that. It doesn't concern me if a kid isn't testing at grade level or even isn't reading or even isn't speaking at grade level or age level. Um, what does concern me is probably a little bit in talking last week is over-specializing them. So that's probably my biggest concern with new crystals is, is that, so how do you pay attention to what's, what's unique about them? And then how do you make sure that they're getting parented? Cause they need parenting. Um, so that's kind of the big question for me. So I know that's a little bit of an open-ended, this is going to be a little bit of an open-ended, um, thing today. I think that's probably as far as I should go with that today. Um, but when somebody tests for autism, I, well, people's energy still feels the same to me. So if somebody has autistic characteristics, their energy still feels the same. So, so they can be reached energetically. Um, and I obviously haven't met all people with autism or even that many. I mean, I have a couple of contacts with autistic children or autistic people, but it's not, it's not great enough for me to be able to make anything definitive. Um, but special needs, same thing, but I don't even always see special needs kids always being in the spiritual family at all. They can totally be in another family. Um, but their energy is really clear. It comes through really clear. So for me, people that have disabilities or, um, struggle, sometimes that makes it for me that they come through more clearly than other people do because they're, they have no filter. So it's like their energy just comes out really, really clearly. I'm trying to see if you guys have answered, asked any questions on here. I, I brought up those first ones that, oh shoot, <laughs> Debbie said she clicked, but nothing happens. Debbie, let us know when you get on because I don't know how to do this either. Okay, Siska said, well said, my autistic son is almost six and nonverbal. Thanks for the insight. Yeah, um, yeah, but he's communicating, right? Like they, they do, they're, they're communicating a ton and the service to them is help integrate them into your system and let them be part of that system. My son's at a Waldorf school right now. And one of the things I've only been able, I haven't because of my physical limitations right now, I've only been able to help in his class. Oh gosh, was that the only day I did? I went and helped with three sets and I did reading and 
And then I've been there for a couple of other things so that I've seen interactions. But my favorite thing that I've seen there is there are some kids who struggle, one behaviorally, and then one is mentally retarded. And it's a big class. And I I watch this teacher and I watch these kids and there's nothing unusual about having these kids that struggle, um, one with some emotional struggles and then one behaviorally. Yeah. And then, then, then the mentally retarded little boy. And what's so cool to me is they're working in a system and the structure's there and it doesn't have to be disruption. There can be room for all levels. And I think that that's how we have to think as parents and how we have to think as, you know, in a community or in a community. Sorry, I read Amy's word in a community. Okay. Hang on. Let me see. So Amy said, what do you think about a son who's a new crystal? Not sure, but which one, but has delayed speech. I think that is something for us to note um, with speech, because in particular, I know, I know speech is really important. Even as we talk about this, I'm like, right, like you point them to your mouth, you make sure they're watching your mouth as you touch an object or, you know, there's different things that you do for them. And um, <laughs> so it's funny, I went into character. But, but you know, you guys know your kids are communicating. They are talking to you. They're very clearly talking to you. So whether they're making sounds or whether it's completely silent, usually they're making sounds. So usually they are speaking a language. You're just not understanding it. Um, or you do because you're their mom. <laughs> so you probably are understanding it. No one else is. So just those different kinds of things is seeing like how they're communicating and and to me, what I'm already feeling so strongly about the new crystal kids is get them into your structure, have them have them learn how to be part of a system. Your system is coming from love. Your consistent your system is desiring the best for them. Let that be their main system that they're coming from, their family system. Um, okay, let's see. So yes, totally. People pick up on who he is so clearly, even though he can't communicate verbally. I bet. To discover the layers of light that surround you, listen in to the Or Personalities and Diving Into Or Personalities podcasts. Get Stacy Sadler's book, Or Personalities, and schedule a consultation via the www.orpersonalities.com website. And join the private Facebook group for in-depth discussions with others called Or Personalities 